Let's Talk Ministry. It's a privilege to be able to spend some time with you. If you have your Bible, we're going to be in 1 Samuel chapter 17. Looking at the life of David, and uh, we're going to get to the favorite part, probably most of us, as we like the life of David, is the David and Goliath um, story. And so you've got the nation of Israel, uh, who is uh, now planning to battle the Philistines, and they're going to call out, you know, one-on-one battle. And so the battle lines are drawn. And uh, David has just been anointed as king in uh, verse in chapter 16, so there's a time gap in here. I don't know exactly how long that would be. But David's been going back and forth between being a shepherd and uh, playing music for Saul. And so there's a lot of things in there that I keep thinking about as far as David's life, you know, uh, as being anointed as king. He's watching this guy by the name of Saul being tormented. Uh, music is being played. And I don't know all that's being processed in the heart of David. Maybe it's an encouraging him to trust the plan of God, to trust the hand of God um, in his life, unlike what Saul had done. Um, but now you pick it up in chapter 17. And you got this guy by the name of Goliath, who's nine feet tall. Uh, his armor weighs about 125 pounds. Uh, the spear, the tip of his spear weighs about 15 pounds. So can you imagine the size of Goliath, knowing that he could toss a spear and, and swing a sword that no other man in the nation of Israel could have done? And so you've got 40 days of listening to this man defy the, the God of Israel. And... Um, it's interesting as you watch the nation of Israel, I wonder if they're praying, saying, God, as the, as the warriors sitting on the other side, saying, God, please, would you, would you provide someone to fight this guy by the name of Goliath? God, would you put somebody out there that is going to defend us? Uh, notice that as all of the, the soldiers that are there, uh, none of them are going to be the ones that choose to fight Goliath. None of them are going to stand up and say, wait a second, we know who our God is. We know the power of our God. And we're going to trust him in this battle, uh, except one guy that comes from being a shepherd, and that guy is David. So 1 Samuel chapter 17, uh, verse 15, But David went back and forth from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. For forty days the Philistines came and took his, his stand, morning and evening. And Jesse said to David, his son, take forth uh, for your brothers. And so he's going to load up the donkey, he's going to go be, uh, find his brothers, uh, you know, remind yourself that David is the youngest, and so he's uh, going to show up. The three older brothers uh, are there. If you go to verse 24, all the men of Israel, um, they saw the man fled from him and were, were afraid, uh, or the word much afraid is there. So you've got um, the fear of all of those individuals having seen this man. And surely has come to defy Israel, the king uh, and so now you got David there, and have you seen this man? Surely he has come up to defy Israel, and the king will enrich the man who kills the, with great riches, and will give his daughter and make his father's household free in Israel. And David said to the men who stood by him, "What this Philistine? And what shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and take away the reproach from Israel?" He'd already heard that. I think this is interesting tonight. As you see this, David is listening to individuals talk about what they're going to receive. Then he asks the question uh, about that, you know, what is that going to look like? And then we read the phrase that, you know, a lot of us, you know, or I shouldn't say us, me, that what I really like is, for this is the uncircumcised Philistine, that he should defy the, the armies of the living God. And the people answered him saying, so shall it be done for the man who kills him. 
It's interesting to me the question that David answered. I don't know, you know, we can't judge hearts. His brothers over here, you know, farther on are going to judge his heart. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to call that out. But I just want us to be aware for some reason, David is interested in what's going to take place for the man who kills the Philistine. I don't know, maybe in the back of his heart, he says, well, you know what? I know a God that's pretty powerful and, and I love serving him. Maybe I'll get some recognition. Maybe I'll become king sooner. I don't, you know, I don't know all about that. I just, it's just jumped out to me as I went back through this again. Why would David be asking the question? And I don't have an answer uh, for that. Is it, is it really that he wants his family to not pay taxes and all that stuff? Or does he want the, you know, the king's daughter? I really don't know. I mean, I, I, I can't give you a bunch. I just, it's interesting to me. And so what I've, what I've been thinking about is, and what I love about this is, for me, is I want to plan, I want to plan some, some things in my life to allow me to remind me to be humble. So as you think about David, he's been anointed as king. He's gone back and forth to his father's sheep. Those sheep have taught him some amazing lessons. Those sheep have done something in his life to remind him of the power of his God. Uh, and so you'll, you know, you'll get a chance to see that as you remember and think your way around the story. But also I think it's really important for us as we think about the power of God that we also need to be very careful to check our motives. Because sometimes we can have, well, you know, God, I'm serving you, but did so-and-so see or what's in it for me or, you know, being aware of our heart. And I know that our heart is prone to wonder. And so as I go back through this Old Testament you know, story, account of the power of my God and reminded of David as he, as he walks up there and he sees the Philistine and nobody else does, but yet he's still asking some questions. I just want to guard, my, guard our hearts, guard my heart, guard your heart, encourage you. Just find some things that you can serve people and that nobody's going to know about. It's just, it's an opportunity to remind you that God is just a big God and he longs for us to serve in lots of different ways. And then as you're, you have opportunities maybe to be in the limelight or be recognized or stand up before, before God in a bigger scenario, be very careful in that process just to check your motives, reminding your heart of who the God you serve is and the power comes from your God and not your planning and your strategy, your abilities. Uh, the God of Israel was the God that was powerful and conquered Goliath. It was not David. Uh, David was there. God's going to use him. God has anointed him as king. And all, you know, all along he has anointed him as king, knowing all of his victories and all of his failures, all of his inadequacies and all the things that are really cool about David. God is in all of those things. So I'm not second guessing God. I'm just, you know, re going through the, the account of first Samuel chapter 17, reminding myself of, of some really cool things, you know, being careful to, to guard my motives and being careful to stay humble, finding ways just to serve that people don't see. So I thank you for this opportunity as you kind of look back through 1 Samuel chapter 17, what you probably learned in Sunday school. There are some, there are some really good life lessons in here. And so I want us to be aware uh, of maybe the Goliath in your, in your world. Uh, what is the thing that God is putting in front of you to say, okay, wait, I want you to trust me uh, and I want you to, to walk in my strength and in my power uh, today and not in your own strength and your own power. And so, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to gather around your word today. Thank you for our Let's Talk ministry. Thank you for how you're using this opportunity and people gather all around the world as it goes out on, on what we call internet or podcasts. And it's so hard for us to comprehend. But for your glory, 
may we plan in our lives things to keep us humble. For your glory, may we plan uh, to check our motives uh, as we walk through different success scenarios and failure scenarios and opportunities where we can receive honor and blessing. May we deflect all that for your glory because we've walked through the book of 1 Samuel. We're aware of who our God is. You've allowed us to read some really neat things about your power and your strength and anointing the youngest and allowing this youngest to be a shepherd. Nothing good's going to come from Bethlehem, but the Messiah is. And so there's so much here, but David came from Bethlehem and you used him. And so God, may you use us as we serve in our community. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for the stage. In your name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You have a wonderful day.